Welcome to the Average Adventuring Party Podcast, where in a land of plant people, driving Miss Daisy takes on a whole new meaning. (laughs) (laughs) I got a few chuckles. I'll count it. It hasn't been a month since our last game this time. Uh, It's been like a whole 20 minutes. (laughs) What uh, what happened last time, you guys? Somebody ate boiled peanuts. Oh, oh, in the game. <laughs> uh, I know. Random. We finally, we finally got some damn sleep. Yay, sleep! <laughs> it only took six or eight episodes for you guys to get a nap. And then uh, Random showed up and revealed that she was a bronze dragon. She didn't reveal it. Or um, rather the... Mm-hmm. The elders, ancients, what what are they exactly? The elemental people? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They kind of revealed that. I just found it a little odd that Galtrian didn't trigger on the fact that she was a, a bronze dragon. Where were you, man? And uh, you ha- you've learned you have a stalker. Essentially. <laughs> Not a stalker. Yes. She's just... An observer. Obsessively compelled. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Invisible. Stalky type. Ooh, uh, Galdrian had one of those last campaign here. She was visible, though. Yeah, she, was, was, she was visible, but also shifted a lot. This one keeps giving me stuff. It came yeah. in poorly. Hey, look, uh, not quite Nefalia gave Galdrian something in this world, too. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Oh, there you go. So you guys got a met random and, most importantly, remembered random. Yes. yes. We remember random. And we were begrudgingly given weapons and armor of... After, I look floaty. After Suna almost completely told them about the statue that they that we were told that they ate. And mark last episode down as the time that Iacus got us out of trouble <laughs> with his mouth. <laughs> he did mouth stuff to get us out of trouble. Instead of putting us in trouble. <laughs> there is a first for everything. Yep, so you guys were given some items that... Um, the the first inheritors had made for Nettles before his untimely demise and figured they might as well give them to you guys. And then uh, you agreed to go out and try to stop whatever's wrong with Wolf Swift. And if they hadn't heard back from you in a reasonable amount of time, they were going to try and get all the rescued Kajani out of the city, but would likely destroy the city in the process. I mean, not that there's much left. <clears throat> well, there's plenty of city, just not many people left. Well, well. Yeah, so uh, we're getting ready to go out the doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, last session, there were all these weird rumbles. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, that's my stomach. Yeah, after the cantaloupe, we realized it wasn't Iacus. It wasn't a cantaloupe at all. It was peyote. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And the cow went over the moon. <laughs> um, we're going we're gonna to change Iacus's name to Colorado. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yep, so there were all these rumblings and roars from outside the city, or outside the doors, that you guys recognized as uh, weird swift mating calls. <laughs> I mean, my Galdrian's ears perk up. <laughs> wait, wait, no, she's not. She, this is weird, Swift. And uh, whenever you're ready, the uh, the ancients will open the door for you. Just a crack. Just a crack. 
Well, I guess we'll go out. <laughs> yep. Oh, what does he see? <laughs> so make me a uh, dexterity check. <laughs> That's encouraging. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. Uh, that is... Uh, do I apply any backgrounds or anything? Uh, anything in regards to keeping your balance. Uh, I'd say Nomad, because he traveled across the deserts, had to balance on the top of dunes. Yeah, so oh, okay. you take a step out. and when you 16. Were, when you were here previously... <clears throat> excuse me. When you were here previously, um, this area was kind of empty as far as an entryway into into the uh, the verdant grove. Uh, now it is just covered, probably in about ankle deep of that weird sort of grayish mucus. Watch the first step. Yeah, and Iacus catches himself. Uh, it's it's up past your hooves at least. It's deep and slick. Keep going. <laughs> uh, Galdrian will head out <clears throat> next. Uh, sword, sword, probably drawn at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's going to look at the compass with his other hand and try to see if he can find a pattern of any sort to where the yellow dots are appearing on it. Um, there's not really a pattern. They're appearing in all directions around you. So at any given time, there are between 1 and 50 dots, and they kind of spark and fizzle in and out. Hey, Caldrian, toss me the statue. Ardith. Yeah, I have got it. Yeah, Ardith, <laughs> toss me the statue. Okay, I'm going to toss you the statue. All right, catch okay. the statue. We can also use this maybe as a as a beacon to see uh, is it stronger in any one direction? Like um, when you hold that up from somewhere in the bowels of the city, there is a loud roar, and uh, there is a faint sort of yellow corona around the uh, around the statue. All right. Well, I'll hold this up as our guide because <clears throat> uh, y'all need y'all's hands to right. kill stuff. Let's uh let's proceed quietly, as quietly as we can. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll guard back with knives, since oh, oh. Uh, he's got one eye on the thing. <clears throat> and then I can use a daily that'll help us. We just no. got him back. Yeah, Save we him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the terrain. No, nah, we're good. Save him. Okay. I mean, yes, it's slippery, but there's nobody immediately here. Knock on wood. <laughs> Okay. All right. So you <clears throat> you head out to we'll say there's a couple of directions you can pick. One of which is now sealed off. Um, well, we're not going to go that way. <laughs> yeah, by sort of this thick uh, black sludge. And the other way, you travel down it a bit, going quietly. And really, you are much quieter, except for the. <laughs> As you, your feet slide into and out of this gunk. Is it still pitch black in here? Yes. Do you Except, guys... does this give us a little bit of light? It gives you, like, the smallest tea candle of light. Do you want light. some actual light? Yes, please. Because I have a candle. <clears throat> <laughs> hey, you want me to put it on the statue? Yeah. You okay. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> this thing that, fat statue of Moody. <laughs> this, this thing that we absolutely need to hold on to. Let's light it up for the bad guys. <laughs> Okay, I mean, the other option is us or not 
I mean, you can light me up. It's fine. You want to be a beacon of light? Just put it on his hooves so he's got those cool light-up kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll tap Iacus and light him up. Okay. That's lit. Yeah, Iacus gets lit. Um, So, aside from that, it is very, very dark. Mm-hmm. And eventually you exit this corridor out into the city proper so you can kind of see the canopy and everything the way it was, all the um, all of the trees and the large buildings, mm-hmm. the rope bridges in between. It looks vastly different. Um, in fact, to all of you guys, it kind of looks rotten. So think like... If you've ever seen, um, if you've ever seen a tree get mold on it mm-hmm. and start to just like break apart and crumble, that's actually a lot of what's going on here. Um, a lot of the buildings have collapsed or fallen over, mm-hmm. um, and actually the outer wall is starting to rot through. Like there are places where you can just touch it and it will poke through. Mm-hmm. Um, as we go, I'll be keeping an eye out, not just ahead of us, but above us as well. Make sure nothing's mm-hmm. actively... Give me a give me a wisdom check. Okay. <clears throat> uh, try talking to one of the trees. Do you really want to touch it? That's a ten. Ten total? Ten total. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, those are totally strong and uh, intact. Galdrian's also got an eye out, if that helps any. I mean, I think we're all, like, paranoid Yeah, now. we're all very paranoid. Yeah. I suppose you guys can make me wisdom checks as well, if you'd like. Except for Suna, who's probably, like, up... No, you can make one. You're probably up to your... Up to your, your uh, knees. Look at that. Artist mean that. Dirty 20. Hey, I got a 20 on the die. Nice! So, you two can see... Uh, Important thing is I got higher than I, I guess. <laughs> so, it'd be a 28. Okay. Um, you see shapes up there, like up in the canopy, okay. that are clearly those weird swifts. You kind of see the, the blonde ponytails, and they are actively horking that black gunk onto the outer walls and the canopy and stuff trying to burn their way through. But they're not staring at us. No. They're very, very busy. They are busy at the moment. Okay. Let's not draw their attention. Yes, so let's not draw attention from them up there. Ooh. All I see is light around me and darkness. Let's turn off that light. You just focus on moving us forward. Okay, I can do that. It's consistent, but it's not enough to dazzle. Okay. Because you're probably... Okay. Yeah, it's probably like you're holding a torch. Yeah. But, like, with any light... If you're right on the light, yeah. you have worse night sight than people who aren't <laughs> right by that. That's worse. the story that's I'm the, going That's with. the story you're going with why you rolled so low. Yeah, exactly. Uh, worst night sight is Iacus's band name. <laughs> um, yeah. So you guys, are you going in a particular direction or? Um, I'll keep on like trying the statue, seeing if you're getting a response or yells or which way the corona's pointing or mm-hmm. general corona. direction. Or when it hurt, yeah. heats up and burns your hand. Yeah. Look at that. No, I'm just, I'm trying to, like, basically use it like a witching rod. Like, uh. Okay. So, it's not really pointing you in any particular direction. Okay. 
Or I will say one thing you notice is that, like, wherever you bring that that uh, statue towards, it starts to react with that gunk, which begins to kind of bubble. Okay. And every now and then a bubble will break the surface of it, and it will let out a tiny little weird swift roar. Hmm. That's not horrid and creepifying. <laughs> uh, we need... We need to find the direction of that very loud roar that we heard earlier. Uh, well, if, with Galdrian's pointy, pointy ears, can he perhaps try to discern a direction from where that roar came from? It was hard to tell from earlier because you were in a corridor. Um, really, it's just from somewhere in the city proper. Oh, don't I have a spell that lets me know the terrain? Probably know, a daily. Probably is. Uh, well, I'd like to use my uh, nomad background and uh, try and see if I can see any mundane uh, tracks. Uh, if all the weird swifts are up there, maybe there's a, a weird swift down if, here. If it exists on the ground, it is covered by gunk. Okay. That's what I figured. But... Yeah. Even, even the sides of the buildings are starting to like kind of burn and melt. And are turning into this slightly darker gunk with particulates in it. Um, so if they're burning down out here, they're trying to probably get out, of course. So let's head to where there's less damage. Like maybe they're working their way... Uh, or less damage or more damage. Because they're probably working their way out from their center. From their real weird swift, right? More damage then. More damage. So let's start... Uh, Tracking along the walls and seeing where the most damage has been done. Um, and try and use that as a... So someone will have to get up to a vantage point to... to uh... I can fly. I'll turn into my raven form and try to quietly flap my wings up. <laughs> All right. Well, I imagine there might still be birds in the city, right? You have not heard any. No, that's... Just don't go caw-caw, motherfucker. Very quietly going to try to glide my way up. I mean, birds can be very quiet. Yes. They, they can. I Slowly mean. beat the wings. Give me, a, give me a good dexterity check. Dexterity? I flapped stealthily. With the level or without? With the level. Okay. And with the background, if you can think of one. What is that? That's a nine. Fifteen? Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of go up one of the walls and stay in behind some of the buildings and try to try to keep quiet. And from your, your vantage point, um, you can see probably somewhere to the north, more towards the center of the city, um, it looks most damaged. Uh, in fact, a lot of the buildings have fallen in. Um, so, Does it look like they've fallen into like make a gate or shelter type thing, or just fallen into rubble? No, it it there's clearly an epicenter, so it just sort of radiates out okay. from from one particular area. Okay, there's more sludge and slime and rot in the middle. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's the way we should head. Okay, so I'm gonna try to remember a path mm -hmm. as far as much as I can. I mean, I don't know how far ahead it is. It's basically north from you. Okay. 
It's maybe a mile. Okay. So I'm going to fly back down and <clears throat> turn back into me and say, okay, I believe that Epicenter is like a mile away north. But it's like covered in gunk and buildings and... Hmm. Think we could take the high ground? I mean... There's a lot of them up there trying to destroy the buildings, though. Yeah, and I'm not sure if I'd trust the rope bridges and whatnot right now, especially as we get closer. Mm -hmm. Um, While this is less than ideal... We, uh, yeah, most of most of that infrastructure is actually gone. Yeah. The closer you get to it. Okay. So. So I say we just keep heading north. So I'll start trying to look for openings and pathways that start leading us towards the center of the city. Mm-hmm. And every now and again, I'll ask her to yeah, pop, I'll up and pop up and see where check we are. and make sure that we're heading in the right direction. You two, give me wisdom checks. What are What are you two doing? Uh, which is say Galdrian and Ardeth while those those guys are leading. Keeping an eye out for anything coming behind us. Yeah. Or above us. <clears throat> Seventeen here. Nineteen. Okay. So uh, over the better part of we'll say two hours, you guys start heading north and are able to work your way through these buildings. <clears throat> you hear those roars from the weird swifts and every now and then like one will roar and then another and another and it'll set off a chain reaction um but for the most part they sound like they're coming from up high Mm -hmm. Um, and eventually you notice like all of the buildings start leaning in a different in a specific direction and pretty soon some of them are horizontal almost horizontal um and you start getting into this area that's just thick with this slime and gunk. Uh, As you hold out the statue, you hear this roar from underneath the floor. And we'll say uh, kind of all at once, the, uh, the floor starts to crack and break and buildings start to collapse into the ground. Um, There's a a brief second where you guys are just sliding down at at like a 45-degree angle, and then the the ground itself just sort of breaks away from under you, and slime begins just dripping over this this edge, and you guys are thrown out into free fall. Um, Can, Can I quickly turn into my ribbon? So we'll we'll talk about that because oh, it's okay. every everybody's favorite. We're gonna have a skill challenge. Okay. So go ahead and roll me some initiatives, you guys. Oh. Well, at least I got that out of the way. Not really. Not use the red die anymore. Okay. Eight. Yeah, that's about right. Roll the one. <laughs> Artith? Fifteen. Eighteen. Suna? Ten. 
Well, I rolled a four. <laughs> just be thankful you guys aren't going up against anybody except yourselves. And I guess. 29. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Well. My minimum is 12. So I was hearing these and I'm like. Hmm. <laughs> Although it is fitting that I go first because I was in the lead and then it yeah. goes. <laughs> How can I just fuck this up? Mm. <laughs> Let us count the ways. How can any of us fuck this up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let us, us count the ways. <laughs> We've met us. Okay. So this isn't by chance considered a hellhole, is it? <laughs> I mean, it probably Close. should be at this point. So, here's uh, here's what you guys have. Uh, you're you're free falling, right? And we'll start this skill challenge. The goal of the skill challenge is one to not die. <laughs> Always a good goal. Yeah. yeah. And two to find a way to wolf swift. Okay. So, okay. I will give you each one reroll. That is one per person. But the caveat is that it is based on the element of your newly acquired gear, mm-hmm. which is still charged up with uh, elemental juju. So, for Suna, water. For Iacus, earth. For Galdrian, air. And for Ardith, fire. If you utilize it, that magic item will not be available to you until you get some rest. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Got a boss fight coming up. <laughs> Can't use a shiny new item. Might die. That's cruel. <laughs> uh, re- remember, remember last episode, being GM means never having to say you're sorry. All right, so Iacus, uh, all these buildings start collapsing around Love you. Love story. Sorry. <laughs> that's where that's from. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I want to randomly shout out stuff, too. I got it out of my system. I'm sorry. That was bugging me. Take 43 damage. <laughs> anyway, Iacus, you're up. Uh, all these buildings have collapsed. Uh, all the slime and goop just starts uh, starts falling in, in rivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do we see the ground below us, or is it just darkness? Uh, as far as you can see, it is just darkness below you. Uh, you do see Galdrian, Ardith, and Suna likewise thrown out into the into the void. Okay. Um, when that happens, uh, as you're falling, you look up. We'll say for a brief moment, Iacus is kind of like falling face up towards the canopy. You start seeing some of those weird swifts dropping off of the ceiling, falling towards you guys. Okay. Uh, I'm going to grab the rope out of my pack real quick and try and like toss out to the party. So if we're in free fall, I want to at least try and give them something to grab onto. Sounds like a good dexterity check to me. That's an... 18. Um, I'm going to actually add Nomad background to it because um, walking, working with a merchant train, um, I probably had to tie up animals, had to work with rope, a lot of different, a lot of different ways, very familiar with rope. Mm-hmm. So that would be 21. 21. 
All right, so uh, Iacus reaches in his pack and whips this sort of slimy rope out to to each of you. Um, let's say he gets a hold of, of all of you. Um, and right about that time, sort of head first coming through the hole, one of these weird swifts also just grabs onto the rope as it's falling and dead weights. So it's now it's dragging all of you faster. Okay. Uh, let go of the rope. <laughs> I can make it let go of the rope. Ardeth. Would you like me to make it let go of the rope? <laughs> yes, please. Okay, let's check some knives this thing. Okay. How, how, how am I not surprised that this? <laughs> and or the rope. Oh, yeah, that's true. You could cut you, the rope. You say yeah. this thing. I'm, I'm not sure which one. I, I was checking at, at the weird swift, but. Yeah, like, the weird swift's probably the higher, the easier Yeah, I'm more likely to hit that than the rope. Can you aim for eyes or face or something? Aim for the hand. Oh, yeah. Aiming for it to make it let go. That's the point. All right. Sounds like a good dexterity check. Okay. Woo! That's 19 on the die. Mm -hmm. So that's a... Um, yeah. Math. 27? All right. So, Ardith, you throw a couple of knives, and we'll say this thing has a hold kind of in that classic monkey grip where it's got, like, two two hands and two feet on this thing. And you chuck some knives that sever it at all of those connection points, at which point uh, two autonomous hands and two autonomous feet start running up and down the rope trying to <laughs> disattach you. I mean, we said weight's gone. Yeah. <laughs> that was the point. Uh, Suna. When, when you see that happening... From somewhere down below you, almost sort of like impossibly below you, you hear this this roar, and when you look up, there are more weird swifts uh, dropping out of. Uh, if there's, if one were to say there's like a waterfall of slime, uh, they are just dropping through that hole, coming after you guys. Can I try to instead of a Raven, can I try to turn into a spider? You're voluntarily turning yes, into a spider. Yes, because the spider web stuff. I'm going to try to throw the spider web stuff at him. No, I'm just amazed that you uh -oh. are my first spider. <laughs> um, no, because no. the only the only reason you got away with it previously is because of a ritual. Okay. And, and you don't have enough time to do that. However, okay. if there is an effect like that that you would like to accomplish as sort of a magic-y thing, and you can explain it through nature magic. Oh, I got one. Okay, yeah. So I have a forest staff, right? Okay. So these things, there was moss all around us and everything, so my forest staff starts spouting out this moss up above them, up, you know, shooting it out up to try to get stuff to where they have to fall on or, you know, through to where maybe they can't see and gets all over them and... Okay. Yeah, like basically making a canopy above yeah. us. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a good uh, wisdom check. Oh, what dice do I use? Green. <laughs> the the green. 20. Yeah. yeah green. Because I would add Force Guardian to this Wait, one for sure. What am I doing for? Wisdom. 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 With Force Guardian, most likely. So that's 20. 20. All right. So, uh, Suna looks up, sees all these things falling down, and she just holds out her staff, which... 
starts growing and grows out these gigantic, we'll say like banana style leaves that slime and weird swifts start hitting and bouncing off of. Um, it buys you some breathing room as they're not immediately hitting you, but the weight of all the gunk, like it's an entire city's worth of collected slime is now dropping down on you. Uh, she's not going to be able to hold that for too long. Uh, secondarily, you are also in free fall, yeah. uh, falling through through the city. Yeah. Galdrian. Galdrian is going to try to uh, find a... Actually, I think probably the most important thing that he can contribute to right now is attacking those hands and, and mm-hmm. feet that are still gripping on. So he's going to be using some good old dexterity for that. Mm-hmm. Gonna gonna stand up on the rope and swashbuckle. <laughs> I, I imagine he's got like one hand on the rope and one hand on his sword, just like uh, skewering hands. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> just cutting off each finger individually. Shish kebab hands for dinner tonight. St- stabs Iacus in the hands. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it looked it looked evil. Also, can I give Bardic inspiration as a yes? You can you can give that to someone. I would like to do that. Use your use your tumpkin. Use my tumpkin. Put the six on it. So, going to give the bardic inspiration to Suna. Basically, uh, Galdrian's uh, excellent work, Suna. Keep it up. As he. Uh, I'll give you all the cookies you want. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll say one of these hands is like trying to grab onto Suna's face, and it's just like palming her snoot, <laughs> trying trying to suffocate like two fingers up the snoot. <laughs> that is a twenty. Okay. So Galdrian uh, starts cutting these these hands and feet that are crawling all over you, um, and just very deftly picks the one up off of Suna that was uh, was trying to suffocate her and flings it off to the side. And when, when he looks up, or, or rather, when he looks down, you can see a floor rapidly approaching. Uh, when he looks up, you can see that um, the weird swifts have started to break through this sort of leaf barrier that Suna has made, and slime starts dripping down on all of you guys. As a free action, could I call out, we need something to tie this to? Yeah. I guess. Okay. So, I'm going to try and whip the rope around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and try and hit the wall and, like, run us as a group around the wall. Like, trying to bring us down. Because I have slow fall. Oh, I see. So, I, I'm trying to do, like... Monk acrobatic shit. To, I'm just dragging the party down, trying to slow them down. Okay. Um, would that be strength decks? Um, uh, I think at this point it would be strength too. Okay. Yeah. That's. Uh, that's it's probably a... the same for you either way, but. And. At best, I would say monk maybe. Uh, training yes, to. Monk. To to run on walls. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> doesn't give me much but it's something uh that would be 17 okay so Iacus 
you know, kicks off of a couple of things. He's got a hold of this rope. He maneuvers over to one of the walls and does that, that classic, like, one hand on the wall, one hand on the rope. And you guys just immediately zoom past him. <laughs> uh, and he has to throw his whole body into it, but he is slowing your descent. Uh, the downside to this is when that happens... Everything uh, else catches up. <laughs> yeah, everything else is starting to catch up to you. Um, we'll say, like, those giant leaves fall past Iacus and Galdrian and Artisuna. And when you look over, there's maybe a hundred weird swifts that just snap their heads up and are now eye level with you. Uh, so it is Ardith's turn. Okay. I would say finding something to tie this rope Yeah, that, that was the one I was coming up with, too. Kind of seeing, like, the Spider-Man, like, train thing. Like, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Iacus is all kinds of stretched out. He will he will gain like three inches of arm length. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna see if there's anything we can tie the, off this rope to and like arrest our uh, downward motion. Sounds like a good wisdom check to me. Okay. I put the 19 on the die, so uh, 24. All right. This doesn't bode well for combat. <laughs> a skill check that we're doing well. But my best rolls have been on these dice. They were so problematic to get a hold of, but... Yep, so... Ardith... You know, a couple of these weird swifts kick off and start scaling the walls um, and attacking Iacus. So you take your end of the rope and you realize, like, you're in the Undercity. There's all kinds of roots and stuff jutting out. I was hoping some of it wasn't rotten. Mm -hmm. And you're able to make a loop and hook it onto, uh, hook it onto one of these, these larger roots. And it catches you uh, and basically, like, reverses the order. So Iacus was on top. Uh, then we'll say Galdrian and Suna and Ardith. And Ardith hooks his thing. Iacus zooms past you guys. Uh, a couple of these weird swifts kick off and start scaling the walls towards you. And uh, we'll say, if you look up, there is a whole building that is just sliding off the precipice, about to come crashing down through the through the opening. Uh, it is Suna's turn. You have to use the bardic inspiration before the end of the scene where it goes away. Okay. Um, do we still need something to right now you need grab onto? You need to uh, figure out a way to descend and also find a way towards wherever Wolf Swift is. Yeah. Probably a way we can hide in the roots, right? If they're tangled enough. So what kind of walls? I mean, where what do we see around so us? So all around you, there are effectively... If you've ever seen really gnarly um, root growths on trees, especially like um, mangrove roots in the swamps, um, that's what it is. They're just solid dirt, and then there's just roots all gnarled in and out. And then down below you, there are a couple of weird swifts that have clung onto the walls and are scrambling up towards you. The rest of them just keep falling. So this may hurt us in the long run, but can I try to 
get a root or two to try to make a little bit of a limb down closer to the ground that yeah, maybe like we, we can, can grab onto at right before we hit. Or steps. <laughs> um, I, would, or, or, I would phrase that slightly differently because <laughs> a, abrupt stops will kill you. Yeah. Um, My arms yeah. would not want to be ripped from their sockets. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe like, shape some of the roots into like a, a, a slide. Yeah. Oh, ooh, there we go. Yeah. Galdrian likes the bumps. <laughs> yes. Kind of like I did with the rocks in the ruins, but use some of the roots as... Probably as... softer than rocks. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a good wisdom check. And, and Oh, and I can add this? Yes. Yeah, you can roll that along with it. And along with it. Don't forget to add a background. Oh, my... Because my... she didn't add one last time. Would I be able to do survivalist? Because sometimes you have to survive and you have to, you know, mm. in my forest I make a little slide to have fun with. Mm. No? But forest guardian. Yeah, what about forest well, Why would I make a slide though? Roots. <laughs> Manipulating roots. Oh, yes. There you go. Sure. I had to manipulate <laughs> roots. Here. That was the one I thought you would use. Oh. This is... 27. Okay. Ooh. So, Suna. Was that a five on the die? Yeah, six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, really, Galdrian, you didn't succeed. Galdrian succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Even without that, she would have gotten a 21. <laughs> No, no, no. I rolled a seven. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you are able to sort of make this slide, which is very bumpy on all of you, uh, and probably will... Hurts the butt. Yeah, will probably batter you about, but will not be fatal. Um, a couple of these weird swifts hit the slide and then just explode into gunk, but a few more hit it. And Bad. since you're having to basically make it in front of you to, to keep everybody from falling just right off the end. A couple of the ones who, a couple of the weird swifts who had fallen uh, with the leaves are actually able to jump on and they start uh, attacking the four of you. Uh, Galdrian. Right. Galdrian is going to, uh, he's already been attacking weird swift hands and feet. Now he's going to be trying to fend them off with the, uh, or he's going to try to distract them, actually. To what end? Uh, he's going to try to... Because he knows Suna needs to focus in order to keep the... Keep the uh, roots uh, ahead of her, making our slides so that we don't fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if Weird Swifts are attacking her, mm-hmm. that's going to make it more difficult. So he needs to draw their attention off of her. All right. And so... Uh, making himself as he is wont to do the loudest, most visible, flamboyant target. Yeah, but that's his normal. Yeah. He's, so I don't even have to roll for it, is what you're saying. That uh, sounds like uh, a good charisma check. Right. To, to be the noise. Nineteen. All right. So, Galdrian, you start making all this noise, uh, and the the ones that were attacking the rest of your party all effectively just jump on you and start clawing at you, uh, and trying to, to burp up this weird black acid on you. Um, when you start playing from somewhere, like, way over there, 
more towards, we'll say, if, if there were directions to the north side of this this cavern, um, you hear that gigantic roar again. And it is Iacus's turn. So you say there's four weird swifts on him? What did you give? Another Bardic Inspiration. Uh, yeah, there's somewhere between uh, four and twenty weird swifts on him. It's hard to tell with them. Okay. Five times a day. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I can just kind of bestial rage and just like start grabbing and flinging them into the wall and smashing them together, trying to pull them <laughs> off of them while we're sliding. Um, I will allow you to do that as part of a thing. Okay. But you have to remember your, your goal is still not to slam into the ground at speed. Okay. And to find Wolf Swift Prime. Okay. Well, then what I will try and do is, as we're we're still sliding down, as I'm chucking their bodies off of them, I'm going to be using them as kind of like uh, depth markers and like sounders. Like I'm trying to see where the opening is, and I'll just chunk their bodies that way. All right. Um, strength, I'm assuming. Yeah, sounds like a good strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, and I'm going to apply spike jack, actually. It's 22 up right now, which mm-hmm. would take it up to 25, because I assume as a spike jack, I've had to bodily pull people off of other people and throw them out. Sure. So. Why not? Um, yeah. So, you start throwing, sorry, I already marked your stone. Uh, you start throwing these, uh, these figures Iacus, you're able to basically judge where sounds are coming from, and you point Suna out a particular direction. We'll say there's a tunnel upcoming, and you toss a couple of these these guys just straight into it so they explode, so that you guys are able to... I paint the target. Yeah, you're, you're, you're able to take the detour that... Uh, that Effectively, instead of like continuing to go round and down like a drain, you actually take this branching uh, cavern off to the side, and most of the weird swifts are not able to follow you. Um, in fact, you start hearing most of them begin to pelt the ground and just explode. Ardith, <laughs> uh, it is your turn. Is Galactus still covered in weird swifts? Uh, yeah, we'll say like you guys, Iacus pulls you guys into this tunnel, and at least two of them are just exploded when when they hit the tunnel, uh, leaving a couple on on Galdrian. Um, okay, so I'm going to bamp over there, closer mm-hmm. to him, and just uh, start knocking him off. And... All right. Still Dex? Yeah, why not? Okay. Use the Bardic Inspiration to the bar. I like that uh, Steve's bardic inspiration is just to stare at whoever has his die <laughs> until they remember to I use mean, it. That's the reason I bought this. Yeah. Okay. So it'd be a dex, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, 25. Yeah, 25. Yeah. Math. What is math? Uh, right. So you're able to uh, basically do the same thing Iacus did and grab these guys and throw them in front of you so that they 
lubricate the lubricate way. The way. <laughs> uh, you know, you can't get anywhere unless you lubricate the hole first. Bite the pillow, I'm going in dry. So do my job, I'm saving you, babe. Oh my god. Uh, you guys are spat out at speed, so you you pretty much just hit a uh, an ocean of this drool. Ew. And you skip across it three or four times and then start to sink. Uh, from somewhere up above you, there are still weird swifts that are falling out of the sky. But... Uh, I love Kentucky! Uh, over there, we'll say a few hundred feet away, there's a building that is mostly intact, and it looks like it has a light on. It's a Motel 6. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually, it looks like one of these gigantic tree buildings uh-huh. uh, was just sunk down here whole. It's not rotten, uh-huh. unlike the rest of the, the stuff you see. Uh, and like I said, it's got a, got a light on. Gee, I wonder which way we need to go. Uh, if you look, basically the way that Suna's slide would have taken you would have put you probably half a mile uh, that way, where all the weird swifts are falling and hitting, they were kind of hitting the ground and exploding. But now, as all this goop is is uh, building up, they're hitting that and then like sinking and then popping back up and coming towards you guys. Great. Major. Uh, or are we done with this skill check? You have technically succeeded in the skill check. Okay. Yeah. Which is to say you are a few hundred feet from your goal instead of miles from your goal. Let's uh, let's get into that building. Yay, swimming. Sort of. I mean... Sort of. I could freeze it all so we could try to we st- slide we, on. Are we still connected by the rope? Yes. Okay. Uh, can you turn him into a... Uh, <laughs> Giant seahorse again? No, no. Turt, what are are those weird eels that just live in slime? Turn him into one of those. Hagfish? fish? Yeah. No. (laughs) We need our pretty seahorse back. I can start freezing some of this and we could slide on through. We're in it. That's the problem. (laughs) Freeze it in front of us and we climb on top. Yeah, I was going to say, you would would need to conduct a ritual for that, and you don't have the time or concentration. Yeah, that's... Um, Well, I'll... I'll, I'm still... Am I still in the lead, or am I in the back? Um, I don't remember. At this point, I think you're in the back. Yeah, you're in the back. Yeah, because I grabbed and they fell, and then... But now you can kind of trudge on ahead and pull us. Yeah, I was going to say, you're tall enough you can stand. Okay. Uh, It's probably, like, up to your shoulders. All right, I will... Hold on, guys, and I'll bowl my way through. Are we all done to paddle? Yeah. <laughs> Galdrian's gonna kind of, uh, since he's so second line. So I'm on my shoulders. I was gonna say, I gotta make sure I'm <laughs> up high enough to breathe. That would be. Galdrian is second tallest, so he's going to. <laughs> Tippy toe. Yeah, probably like up to his neck. Got his loot up here. <laughs> Can't slime the loot. <laughs> yep. So, too late. Uh, yeah. The acoustics of that thing are just forever going to be off. Look, it's it's okay. He's just going to buy another loot of the, when we get to civilization. That's true. <laughs> you think you're getting out of here. You think they're civilization. <laughs> They'll call in some favors from... You, from... you get out and there will only be the Sun Chaser Sovereignty. Oh, uh, no. Every... Every person they induct will have a standard have-you-seen-this-man's-ass card <laughs> as part of their civilian kit. 
Uh, no, you guys... Like, oh, why? Yes, I have seen that ass. It's mine, in fact, and it'll moon that law. Um, <laughs> I guess the, the water... The water. The uh, drool is rapidly rising. <sighs> and by the time you trudge over, it's, if you were flat-footed, would be up to your horns. <sighs> um, this building seems to be floating. Uh-huh. And you're able to push these guys through a window. Okay. Um, and we turn around and help him. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> go, go. That guy saved us. Fuck him. <laughs> glub, glub, glub. Oh yeah, hi, I guess. <laughs> Were we missing something? Two I'm arms sure it's just fine. sticking out a drool. If you don't remember, it's not that important. <laughs> um, Did I leave an iron on? <laughs> so you are pushed into a until you guys enter it relatively clean. Uh, <laughs> What appears to have been a bedroom of some kind, uh-huh. and it has a real cool blue bioluminescent lamp. It's kind of like a flower that's glowing. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll say the room is at maybe like a 10 degree angle, uh, slanting down on one side. So everything is either tilted or kind of fallen over, mm-hmm. but otherwise it looks normal. Well, uh, so if we can take a breather for a second, <laughs> just for a second. What else is in the room? Yeah, let's search the room because... <laughs> there's, uh... There's Wolf's... Weird yeah, there's Weird Swift right behind you. Yeah. No, uh... So, there are you guys. There are... Uh, you are all dripping this gunk. And there's just puddles of it. And actually, we'll say... Uh, if you look back out the window, it is steadily starting to rise and will pretty soon come through the, come window. Through the window. So, no, uh, we cannot. There's basically a very nice organic looking bedroom set the bed actually looks like it's grown up from the floor uh, all the pillows and blankets and stuff of course have been tossed off anything that's not bolted down or grown into the walls has fallen over um, and then there's a doorway leading out into a hallway i'm gonna pick up a blanket and wipe off some of this gunk <clears throat> it doesn't help I, uh, i'm not too worried about that i'm i'll take the lead guys let's let's uh let's move and i'll go and open the door uh, into the hallway. Mm-hmm. So you open it, and we'll say there's a set of stairs to your left, just kind of like a cool spiral staircase. Um, so if the building is angled like this, there are stairs going up this way, and then this whole portion of the hallway is under drool. So there's only one way we can go. <laughs> I was going to uh, suggest if, up anyway. Because... If you look across, there's another door, basically into another room. Uh, you want to check that out as I start heading up? Yes, I'll, I'll check it out very quickly. Yeah, you push it open, and there's a kitchen uh, that is now, we'll say this drool is starting to like run over the window into and fill up the, the room. Um, all the food and utensils and things like that have just been thrown everywhere and are now starting to like float up. As uh, Any nice pans? Yeah, there's a real cool set of copper pans. He's going to grab one. Right. Or he's going to grab one. It's like, taking this for sooner. I can't say I never did anything for it. <laughs> you your head? And then he's going to he's gonna hightail it out of there. Yep. Galdrin comes back out into the hallway. Suna, I got you a present. Cool. It's a really yeah. deadpan delivery. Heading <laughs> <laughs> to the crowd. Yeah. You head up, uh, head up a floor, and there is likewise... Uh, some doors to rooms. This hallway is not. 
drooled yet. It's not drooled yet, but... Aside from what we're bringing in. Yeah, basically, like, there's the stairs, and you can look down the hallway, which is also looking down the hallway, uh, which is to say you're looking down an angle, and you can see a window at the far end where the drool is slowly starting to fill up. I think hurry we up and keep open doors. Keep climbing. Oh, yeah. I... Shouldn't we hurry up and open the door real quick? By all means, go quick. I mean, yeah, I think it can be at quick. At least open them really quick and glance all in. Right, we'll each take a door. Okay. So, uh, we'll say there's three doors. Uh, you kick open the first. There's clearly a bathroom, a sparsely appointed bathroom, but still. Uh, kick open the second. There's a um, what looks to be. Um, a lot of hay and feed, like a nest, basically. Um, okay. And then you kick open the third, and sitting, basically standing straight up, uh, glued to a wall with this kind of gunky stuff, is Nettles. Okay. Uh, and he just, like, his eyes are wide, his mouth is covered, and he is, he is just glued to the wall, and he starts wiggling and shaking and Arden, can you cut him down? I'll You're the knife down. expert. <laughs> glad, glad to see him. You uh, you cut Nettles down, and he uh, basically like drops down, and he's got uh, the clothes that you saw him in last, but they are just, it looks like he has been through the ringer. They are ripped up. He is bleeding, uh, sort of this sort of viscous green gunk and he grabs a hold of you and just falls on you he's not able to support himself I'll give him okay. my healing potion uh, he takes it doesn't even ask what it is and just quaffs it down his wounds begin to close up and he looks at you and says where is she we think she's up there no, no, she's down here. Uh, at which point, <laughs> the the building starts to rumble a little bit. And Did you had a swim. Uh, I might be left behind, but which she? Are you talking about Weird Swift? Or are you talking about your cleric friend? Uh, Wolf Swift. Okay, just making sure we're on the same page. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. Okay, we, oh. we need to get out of here. Yes. Right, walking and talking. Yes, yes, absolutely. But we're going up. Yeah, okay. I guess. I mean, there's no other way to go. I mean, we'll go back to the stairs. You said she's down here. Why Why do you say that? Um, she put me there. Uh-huh. How long uh-huh. ago? I don't know. Yesterday. Okay. All right. Glad she didn't kill you. Uh, I've seen some things. Yeah. I'm not so <laughs> yeah, sure about that anymore. Yeah, but have you heard her recently? Uh, yeah. Just a few minutes ago, actually. Where did you hear at? Above? Below? He hey, just, wait a minute. He just points down. How do we know this is the real Nettles? Maybe this is a trick. Could be. You're paranoid. Oh, we have reason to be paranoid. Oh. I need people like you. Do you would you like a job after this? Uh, come on. Why? Who? How do we know she it's would, you? She would do really well in a rebuild, I believe. There might be a, might be something not... Look, we need... We need Walking and talking, guys. Walking and talking. Move. Poke him. Uh, Poke him. Does he bleed? He was clearly just bleeding. Um, I mean, do true. do we want to go up or down? Up or down? If she's down, then... But this this building is gradually filling up more and more with 
slime. I get the feeling that she's going to be coming up. I, I yeah. still feel up. Um, if nothing else, let's go up. <laughs> get to the high ground. Some part of this building must be still floating somehow. I told you not to, but you did it anyway. You guys run up the stairs, get to the top of the building, and it has started to cant more and more. So I'll say, you know, it's now at like a 30 degree angle pointing down. And when you get there, uh, the slime has gone up maybe a story or two. So now it's probably where the, like past where the kitchen was. Um, but you look up and there's hundreds of feet, if not thousands of feet, up to where the slime is still just dripping and running in. Well, what's our statue saying? Hold the statue up. Uh-huh. still glowing yellow. Uh, uh, we'll say at that point, you hear from underneath you just everything begins to vibrate. And uh, at first, it doesn't seem like much. Um, you start getting splattered with slime. And then you notice the slime basically stop falling and then start going back up. And you feel this wind start to pick up around you. Iacus's hat just gets blown off. Can I grab it? Yeah, you can grab your hat. Go in your pack. We'll be safe. Yeah. Uh, He's got a bald spot. (laughs) He's got a bald spot like a cowlick. Yeah, it's it's not a bald spot. It's a cowlick. But it's one of those cowlicks where it looks like a bald spot. No, with his his hat off, you can see the the minotaur mask that he's wearing. He's clearly a human under there. (laughs) A nine-foot-tall human? No, no, he's got prosthetics. (laughs) I I work stilts. (laughs) Um, It's like men in black. The face opens up, and there's a little bitty alien. (laughs) There's just a tinier, tiny minotaur inside. (laughs) It's brother from Final Fantasy uh, VIII. It's the the mini minotaur tar. The galaxy. He's in Orion's belt. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, yeah, so the wind starts blowing, uh, basically picking you guys up, and then the slime in this uh, in this ocean starts uh, starts billowing up in thick sheets. Um, at which point, you guys can't keep your footing any longer, and you start getting lifted off uh, slowly, slowly. And then faster and faster. Um, at which point the building below you just kind of breaks apart, um, and then falls under the uh, under the ocean of drool. And you start seeing these these wings poke out. If you've ever seen, um, we'll say they're kind of like bat wings in that they have phalanges, but instead of having like leathery um, leathery membranes, they have very sort of like diaphanous insect-like membranes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are the same sort of black, gunky, gray that the Weird Swifts are. Um, they start flapping and flapping, and then another set under them, and then another set, and then another set. And uh, attached to them is a gigantic creature that is covered in platinum hair, uh, the wind is just constantly blowing around it, and it has um, various animal features. So it's got horns, it's got uh, hooves, 
It has big fang, like crocodile mouths poking out of it. Um, and they are as in plural. As in plural, uh, it has. Uh, think of every um, uh, like animal archetype, and at some point, it's going to have that thing. Um, uh, the only thing that seems to stay the same are the wings that it starts flapping all six pairs and rushing towards you guys. So uh, that's where we're going to cut it. Is you guys seeing uh, Weird Swift Prime and having swam in an ocean of drool, which I can check off of my GM bucket so list. Gross. It, it is. So gross. Uh, as I, every time I say it, I'm just like trying not to shiver myself because <laughs> saliva. It's very moist. This is this is the. This is the moistest you will ever be. Ew. Hey, there's a tub of mayonnaise in the fridge. Can you get it out so we can demonstrate for the listeners what it sounds like? Every, every step you take. Every breath you... Every, every breath you take. They'll be sliming you. All right. So, That's the song your stalker's your stop your singing. Right, session. right. Uh, so... I've watched that movie. Oh, wait, what? Every... Uh, in end of the episode plugs, you guys can find us on Patreon. Uh, we're almost at our $15 goal as of, let's see, this is somewhere in January. Uh, when we hit 15 bucks, little man, put that shit in, no. Uh, when we hit 15 bucks, we're going to commission Steve here to write us a super cool intro and outro music. You prep for that, hun? The bard Galdrian is. <laughs> One one of okay. his one of his distinct uh-huh. personalities will do it. Okay. It's gonna be as written by Fernasio. It's, it's gonna be. Gonna say, as long as it's not fucking Fernasio. Fuck that. <laughs> Fernasio. I mean, listen. Here's the thing. Uh, I have expressed to these guys multiple times. There is a uh, an RPG, and I can't think of the name of it, but it is the it is a telenovela RPG, uh, a tabletop game where. The, the GM is the director, and the players are actors yes. playing characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have absolutely no issue with having a, a uh, telenovela-style theme to, to any of my games. That's typically... I, I write in a very soap opera manner anyway. So, having said that, like I said, find us on Patreon. We've uh, been reworking the website. Um... We're going to have some new pages up for Suna Snack Bar here shortly. Uh, we're going to... We have some new support options. So Patreon, uh, PayPal, and now also through our podcast host, you can directly purchase ad space uh, for ads dynamically inserted on our our uh, podcast. So all that's listed on the, on the website. Find us there. Um, that's all I got. Do you guys want to plug anything? Dynamic insertion. I'll dynamically insert. No, wait, no. Uh, all right. Having said that, uh, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you all next time.